Hi there, Origin Podcast listeners. Prashant here. Today, I'll be speaking with Jordan Eakers, the Chief Customer Officer at Nudge Rewards, a Toronto-based software company focused on improving the performance, engagement, and job satisfaction of frontline employees and associates. Jordan has been a serial entrepreneur and spends a lot of time thinking about the future of retail, food service, and hospitality. We're going to talk about his background, what they're building in Nudge Rewards, the challenges involved in building a company, and the growing technology ecosystem in Toronto. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Jordan. Good afternoon. How's it going? It is going pretty well. It's a Friday, so I can never complain about that. Yep. I will not complain about Friday either. Um, thank you um, again for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And I'm excited for you to share the Nudge story with our vast, vast listenership. Um, and I'm excited for folks to get to know you as well. I think, uh, I think it'll be a good conversation. Uh, if you want to introduce yourself quickly, and then we can dive into a couple of topics, I think that'd be good. Perfect. And uh, so thanks um, for inviting us to join in today. So Jordan Eakers, um, one of the co-founders and chief customer officer here at Nudge Rewards. Um, the basic background is I've spent pretty much my entire career um, working in the world of retail from a associate in a frontline retail position 20 plus years ago uh, to working in one of North America's largest loyalty programs. And so I spent a bunch of time kind of thinking about new ways to improve the customer experience, which was part of the impetus to starting Nudge. And uh, yeah, so just I've been fortunate to work with a bunch of brilliant people and uh, do some really great stuff in the world of retail and food service. So looking forward to sharing a little more today. That's great. Um, if you want to talk a little bit about Nudge Rewards and what you guys do and where you're based, I think that that might be helpful. Sure. So in essence, um, Nudge Rewards is designed to help large global food service and retail brands more effectively empower frontline associates to deliver a better customer experience. And so if we look at the market generally, and you and I had chatted about this a month or so ago, um, it's really fascinating to see how retailers have placed so much emphasis on improving the customer experience as a way to drive profitability of their brands. So it's important to provide a little bit of context before we share exactly what we do. But if you look at the last 15 years in the retail and food service world, um, there's been really three kind of interesting transformations that have happened in the market. So about 15 years ago, we saw a lot of retailers and food service brands start to develop customer loyalty programs to build more loyal relationships with their customers, to reward them for visiting their store, for um, driving conversion in location, and also to gather a bunch of data around consumer behaviors. So 15 years ago, you saw a huge emphasis towards building more loyal relationships with customers through loyalty programs. The next kind of big transformation was voice of the customer. So you saw a lot of brands starting to invest in mystery shopping programs or VOC programs with software like InMoment or Medallion Qualtrics. And this whole transformation was all designed to better understand the preferences of customers so that brands can actually fine tune the way in which they engage with their customers. And then kind of more recently, and we all experience this every single day, has been the digitization of the customer experience. And so what we mean by that is 
you can now through your Starbucks app, order a coffee and then walk into a Starbucks location, have that coffee waiting for you. Or you can order something online through your favorite retailer and have it be delivered to your front door two days later. And the reason why all three of these transformations are so important is it tells a really interesting narrative. And that narrative is we've continually invested in the customer experience and have elevated customer expectations in the market. Yet when you look in the four walls of a retail or food service organization, there's been very little innovation that's actually happened in the employee experience space. So you now kind of live in a world where consumers are often a lot more knowledgeable than the frontline staff who's responsible for bringing that brand to life. And when you look in the world of retail and 75% of customers still want to walk into a retail location and have a memorable experience and buy something, when you have associates that don't necessarily understand what they need to know in order to properly sell a product or bring a brand to life, that's the big problem we're solving. So at Nudge, our hypothesis was, can we use smartphone technology, behavioral economics, incentives to help brands more effectively engage frontline associates to execute, to deliver a better customer experience. So that's kind of your long-winded answer of some market transformations that have kind of exposed an important part of the customer journey, and that's the human interaction between the customer and the employee. And that's really where we focus our attention is improving the employee experience um, with the end result of delivering a better customer experience. Yeah, I think that all makes sense. Um, and you know, focusing on that end user who's bringing their own device to work is you know a trend that you're or a wave that you're riding, which which makes a lot of sense. You talked a little bit about you know measuring the ROI for companies, right? Obviously, the end goal here is deliver a better customer experience, and companies and enterprises need to be able to measure that. So, how do you? kind of solve that problem or or cross that gap to make sure that companies feel like, hey, we're getting a lot out of this program and the thesis behind Nudge Rewards and and what Jordan was saying makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So it's it's a great question. I think it's something that we focused a lot of our effort around. So at Nudge, in essence, it's an application that frontline staff download. It allows a brand um, like Compass Group to have the ability to communicate with frontline staff to influence their behaviors and drive better outcomes. Um, For us, about two years ago, um, we applied this methodology where um, we're very methodical around driving behaviors around outcomes we can measure. So an example would be one of the largest telcos in Canada, Rogers Communications. They're about 900 locations. Um, They were trying to drive a lift in sales around a particular product. That's a product that they can measure through their point of sale system. We deployed a program with Nudge, where we started to educate, engage, and incentivize associates to sell that particular product. We held back a very small control group. And what we saw at the end of that four-week campaign is the individuals that were engaged with Nudge had a 40% lift in sales of that particular product versus the control group. So when you apply a methodology, essentially at the end of the day, Nudge is designed to influence the behaviors of frontline associates around important outcomes the business is trying to achieve. And as long as you have the proper method or measurement methodology in place, you can actually measure the impact on top line sales or bottom line by reducing things such as turnover. Um, and that has really been, I think, a, a game changer in the industry. It's the ability to truly prove behavior change of frontline associates and the impact on the business. 
You know, one thing that that I wonder about is when companies, you know, Nudge Rewards and and others, there's kind of this moment for the founders or early employees where there's this aha moment, right? Where you you finally stumble upon product market fit, you realize you're onto something and it's just completely different than before where you have an idea, you have a hypothesis, you're building something, you're trying to find customers and trying to learn and have fast feedback and all that. What was or when was the aha moment for Nudge Rewards? Like when did you and and the other uh, founders know you were onto something something uh, that could be pretty big? Yeah, it's a great question. So our hypothesis at the end of the day was if we can better equip frontline associates with the information they need to deliver a better customer experience, we can improve the profitability of brands. And when we first started the business about four years ago, the most obvious problem that we were trying to solve was the broken communication cascade within an organization. So many brands kind of push content out. They rely on the location manager to verbally communicate that to the team. There was very little data to actually validate whether or not team members truly understood the information they needed to know and how that actually influenced um, their behavior and drove sales. So that whole measurement methodology I just spoke about, we introduced that about two, two and a half years ago, where we essentially went to our customers and said, if we can prove that we can measurably change behavior and drive an impact for the business, would that be something that would be of interest to you? And it was the second that we deployed that methodology where we started to see massive traction in the market. And I think the other thing that we see more broadly, if I go back to the transformations we talked about, um, we were speaking last year at NRF and it was fascinating to see. So NRF's the biggest uh, trade, retail trade show in North America, about 30,000 um, attendees, and it was the year of the employee. And so across the industry right now, we're seeing that brands are starting to place more and more emphasis around investing in the employee experience. And so for us, it has just been kind of the stars have aligned at the perfect timing, the right solution, the measurable ROI. And it just became kind of market awareness that has really started to propel ourselves into a whole other um, phase of growth, which is quite exciting for us and the team and our customers. Got it. A lot of people today and for the past few years have been afraid that, quote unquote, retail is dying and that Amazon and other e-commerce juggernauts are going to completely upend the retail sector. And we've seen some signs of that. But it it seems like, especially in recent quarters, like retail is still going strong and there's still going to be a place for that in our consumer shopping experience uh, for the the near future and and maybe forever. You know, what's your take on kind of the, well, Amazon and others are going to completely crush retail and so frontline associates will just go away and everything's going to be digital. What, What would you say to people that argue that? Yeah, I think it's a, a great statement and an interesting one. So I think retail is not dying, retail is changing. So I think if you look across the industry right now in retail or hospitality, 75% of customers still want to go into the store, interact with another human being in a memorable experience to buy a particular product. And so as much as we're seeing the footprint in some malls starting to decrease, I think the opposite is actually happening. I think if you look at where retailers are investing dollars across North America and globally, there is a massive amount of investment placed on building memorable experiences within store. So we can't think about retail as purely a 
digital experience, purely a offline experience. It's a holistic customer journey. I think the way that we as consumers engage with brands these days is I may go online, I may research a particular product, and then I may go in store to buy that product. And what retailers are really obsessed about now is how do we deliver a consistent and memorable customer experience across every touch point in the customer journey? And where we are focusing our attention is if customers are still walking through the front doors, driving conversion in store is one of the most important metrics that retailers care about. And the influence that associates can have on improving in-store conversion is amazing. So that's really where we're kind of dialing in. Um, But retail is not dying. It's changing as every other industry does. And I think at the core of it, we live in this experience economy where customers and consumers expect convenience. They expect memorable experiences. And the brick and mortar will always be a really, really important part of that customer journey. What do you think will be the next product for Nudge Rewards? You know, you guys are obviously finding success, it sounds like, with your current offering, and that's resonating with enterprises, both because they can measure ROI and scale this product across their frontline associates. And the associates love it because it's kind of gamifying their experience, it's engaging them more, and it's something they can do easily on their smartphone, um, which is obviously another trend and wave that, that you're riding. What do you think would be like the second product down the road for Nudge Rewards uh, that would be complementary to maybe what you're doing now? Yeah, so I love the question. Um, and it's something that we are actively working on and have already deployed in some instances. So when we look into the crystal ball of how retail or food service will be operated in two years, um, it's our kind of hypothesis that the more data that organizations have at their disposal, the better, smarter decisions they can make. And so when you look at the way that the retail industry currently measures performance, there's a few key metrics that they look at, and they're typically reactive. So if I'm a large retailer and I launch a promotion or a product, I'm going to evaluate the impact on same-store sales growth. I'm going to look at my voice of the customer data to evaluate the satisfaction of my customers. But one key ingredient that has been missing is a data set that actually represents the executional competence competency of the frontline associate. So at Nudge, what we're building is this really, really rich data set. So as you interact with Nudge, you earn points for answering questions that demonstrate you understand content. You're sharing feedback to other employees on the best way to sell a particular product. And we produce what we call a Nudge score. And a Nudge score is essentially a representation of your capability of a frontline associate and your ability to execute on any outcome the brand is trying to push. And when you compare our nudge score to the transactional performance of an individual rep or a location, you can see that there's a direct correlation between a positive nudge score and the impact on sales. So the big vision here is we are actually going to empower brands through our data to be able to much more proactively measure and optimize the performance of their team while initiatives are in market. So no longer are you going to cross your fingers and hope things happen properly. You can very quickly look at our data and see that 40% of locations are not going to hit target. And so you can now intervene course correct behaviors while that particular promotion is still in market. So it's fascinating to see how all the different data sets are going to come together. And we are going to continue to own the data set 
which is the representation of the employee and how that contributes to the profitability of those brands. Yeah, I think that's a really natural uh, progression in the vision. So, so that makes a lot of sense to me. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about, you know, building a company. I think, you know, you've been a serial entrepreneur. You've, you've built multiple companies. This is maybe your third or second or third or fourth. What's the most challenging thing in building a company? And then kind of the follow-up would be, is there anything that has still surprises you today in kind of building nudge that you didn't come across in some of your previous entrepreneurial escapades? So you could go in so many ways with that. Um, I think the most challenging thing in building a company. So I think for me, and when I look across our senior leadership team and I look throughout the business, the most important part of our organization and what I believe to be our strategic competitive advantage are the people in the business. So we have spent a lot of time ensuring that we're hiring the right people in the right roles in the right sequence and building a culture that truly supports each other and inspires each other and then challenges each other to push the boundaries every single day. And I've been around a few times now where I've seen how amazing culture can be in the success of an organization and also how delicate it is. And so I think that speaks a lot to bringing in the right people, having the right process to bring on um, employees and screen ones, perhaps that um, might have a job in another organization. And so, so much of it comes down to um, building the right team with the right competencies and supporting each other to push the boundaries every single day. Um, so that for me is like number one. Um, I think another thing is, um, I think surrounding yourselves and constantly being open to gathering perspectives around how you can solve a problem and being open to forming a different opinion than you once upon a, may, once upon a time may have had. So as I look at the, the growth of Nudge over the last kind of five or so years, we've had our times where we've had subtle pivots. We've been able to ingest ideas and perspectives from others. And we've been able to make kind of decisive decisions based on those inputs to allow us to march a different direction and having the right measurement in place and the discipline to evaluate, did that decision produce the outcome we wanted? Yes or no. If no, evaluate how that um, process panned out and what you could have done differently. I think it's important to constantly surface and ensure that you're walking in the right direction and surrounding yourself with the right kind of capabilities within the team to make sure you're making the right decisions along the way. Um, so those are kind of like just two really, really important things I think we've experienced here. Mm -hmm. You had asked another question and as I rambled on there, it seemed- <laughs> No, sorry. I shouldn't have asked the two-part question there. Uh, the, the second thing was, are there things that still surprise you today as you're building a company um, that maybe you didn't experience in some of your previous entrepreneurial escapades? I think there's always something to learn. Um, I think any rock you lift up, you're always going to learn something else. I think um, even as we've been in this industry of kind of employee experience, team performance management for the last five years, it's a constantly evolving market. And I think what surprises me, and maybe it doesn't surprise me anymore, but there's always going to be constant change, especially in an industry like retail where um, technology is changing the industry so much right now. And I think part of our job is to try to look into the future as much as possible to predict what it might look like 
and make decisions now that will impact who we will be in two years from now. And I think what surprises me and perhaps doesn't is just how much change there is out there and how close you need to stay to your users, to your buyers, to the market, to trends that are shifting the way that the industry works. Um, And so what I often find is one answer is never going to be the proper answer and that that answer is going to change based on circumstances, which change for a variety of reasons. And so you just need to be really dialed in with who you are, what your vision is, and be open to the idea that things are going to change along the way. Yeah, I think that is spot on. Given that you guys are based in Toronto, you know, why do you think Toronto is the right place to build this company that you guys are building? So great question. Um, Toronto is becoming and is one of the next big tech ecosystems in North America. Um, So we have some of the largest um, technology companies in the world opening up head offices and large offices in Toronto right now. We have such an amazing ecosystem between Toronto and Waterloo. Um, We have a lot of organizations like Mars, who's kind of the innovation hub of the city that's just producing and attracting so much exceptional talent. So we're often kind of renowned as experts in kind of machine learning and AI. We're starting to see more and more technology companies are starting to pop up in kind of the Toronto or more broadly, the Canadian market. And as we see more success out of the Canadian industry, I think we're going to continue to attract more talent and more investment um, north of the border here in Toronto. Um, big success, um, big successes like Hopper, who recently raised a pretty substantial round. Um, it's just bringing more focus. I think there are a bunch of brilliant people that are passionate, that are trying to solve problems. And I think the the ecosystem here has done a really good job to support early entrepreneurs in kind of chasing their dreams um, with the right support to kind of help early stage investment propel companies forward. And then the VC community is continuing to heat up here in Canada um, to be able to support those Series A, Series B, and so forth and forward. And even from your perspective, I'd be curious to pick your brain a little bit around, like you guys are obviously starting to spend a little bit more time in Canada. I'm starting to see that there's a lot of kind of co-leading happening with funds that are both Canadian and US. Like I'd be kind of curious for your perspective on that as well. Yeah, I mean, on the on the second point about, you know, fund, venture funds in Canada and venture funds on in the US pairing up, I think that makes a lot of sense given that a lot of Canadian companies or companies that start in Toronto, you know, will find product market fit and that early scale. And obviously the Toronto economy is huge as well, but kind of the natural next foray for hyper growth will come from the US. And so teaming up with a local fund that may have a good network uh, and understand how US business works, maybe in the slight differences between Canada and the US helps. And so that to me is kind of a, a natural fit on the kind of first part of what you were saying and, and the question around that, you know, for Origin, we think that Toronto and Canada is a really, really exciting ecosystem that's poised for growth. And I agree with all, you know everything that you said about all of the major U.S. enterprises, not all, but a lot are, you know, thinking about Toronto as a, as a big office or opening up an office there and having a Canadian presence. And Toronto is becoming kind of a hub for, for that technology, um, investment, as, as you pointed out. I also think it's a really balanced economy. And I think that helps 
when you're building a diverse ecosystem of technology, right? You've got finance and you've got healthcare and you've got logistics. And it's, it's just a lot of different pieces that come together that can help spawn really good ideas and really good companies. And then when we think about from a, from a venture firm perspective in terms of pairing with companies that are going to grow and have successful outcomes and, uh, you know, make entrepreneurs a lot of money, but also drive returns for venture funds. You know, we think Toronto is poised for, for that growth and may not have the local capital um, that it, that it, relative to its potential, you know, you guys have a great engineering school nearby in, in Kitchener-Waterloo. You guys have U of T, of course. And it's just a really, really great ecosystem that we think has been underserved historically. And so that's why we're really excited to meet entrepreneurs like you and a lot of the other companies in the Toronto ecosystem. And we're going to continue to make forays and meet people and, and invest in the ecosystem. Yeah, I think you, you coined it perfectly. There's a really special energy um, in the city right now and in the region. Um, and I think as we continue to invest in kind of the ecosystem here in Toronto and we see more and more success, that's going to continue to encourage more entrepreneurs to kind of chase their dreams and more entrepreneurs to become repeat entrepreneurs. Um, and so I think um, we've obviously been in this space for a while, um, but I think it's just going to continue to get more and more momentum. So it's really great to see it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Was there anything else you wanted to share as we wrap up here, either about yourself or about Nudge Awards or, or really anything at all? No, I, I appreciate the opportunity uh, to join you today to share a bit of a conversation. I think in essence, um, we're really excited about what's happening in the world of retail and the world of food service. And um, we're extremely passionate about the idea that software in the way that it has improved the customer experience can be used to improve the employee experience. And I think when you look at leading brands um, like Walmart, as an example, yesterday announced that they're now going to allow every store employee the ability to bring their own device on the floor. Um, we're starting to see that some of the world's most profitable brands are starting to innovate in the employee experience. Um, and they're just amazing signals for the market that is continuing to be created. And we feel very fortunate to have. Um, had the opportunity to work with some amazing global brands to kind of craft um, the solution of Nudge. And it's really kind of up to us now and the vision of the business to try to improve the lives of as many frontline associates globally as we can. And um, it's, a, it's a pretty exciting mission that the entire team here is absolutely rallied around. And um, we're excited to see the impact that we can create in this industry. Yeah, you know, I'm really excited to see what you guys build. And, you know, I, I think you guys are right with your thesis and I've met some of you and you guys have a great team and great leadership. So I'm excited to see what you guys do over the next few years and beyond. And I want to thank you again for coming on the podcast, sharing your story, sharing the nudge reward story. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully folks enjoy hearing that and, uh, you know, we'll catch up again soon, Jordan. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. 